Hello and welcome to It's a Musical Podcast, the podcast show where I force my fiancé to watch the musicals he really should have seen by now and then we talk about them. I'm the fiancé. And I'm Drew. And today we're so privileged to be talking with one of the stars of Waitress, which is one of our mutual favourite shows, Evelyn Hoskins. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We've seen wait. I've seen Waitress twice. I've seen Waitress four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this wait, wait, second we had the opportunity to speak with you because I think Dawn is both of our favourite character. Yeah. We were just so excited. <laughs> and we've actually seen you in the show before, back in uh, February 2020. Wow, you got in there. Yeah, you were one of the few. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got in there, and it was so exciting because waitress means so much to both of us. Yeah, um, it's the first musical I made you watch. It's the only reason we oh. have this podcast is because wow, like, you need to see this. That's amazing. I think it's a really good show to introduce someone who isn't used to musicals to musicals. Absolutely, and we actually got when the reason why we went to see it is we I found this pamphlet. Like, come and see Waitress, and the description of Waitress on the pamphlet was like nothing like what the show's like. <laughs> and so, I, I gave it to you and was like, Oh, hey, read this, and then we're gonna go and see it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> and it was great. What did it say? Do you remember? I think it was just like Jenna's hard on her luck in love and a mysterious new doctor arrives in town and will her luck change it said nothing about pregnancy there was nothing on there about anybody else it was great so you get wow. the very first song and you're like oh, oh okay. she's pregnant <laughs> we, we might have listeners who've never seen waitress because obviously this is mm-hmm. the first uk tour that it's been on uh, for those mm-hmm. who haven't actually heard of waitress don't know what it is tell us a little about the show your character dawn and what appealed to you about her when you had the chance to audition? Mm. Well, Waitress is a musical about Jenna, who's down on her... Lo- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, Waitress imagine? is... <laughs> it's... I always say it's about female empowerment, female friendships. Um, and I was doing some press yesterday, and I think I read on social media about how we don't, appreciate the non-romantic relationships in our life enough like there's always so much uh emphasis on romantic relationships when actually like friendships and you know um mothers and children and all those other relationships that we have in our life that they're so important I think this show really does really does strengthen that and I played Dawn as you said and she actually weirdly she's like the kooky best friend but she has the most traditional arc in the story in terms of like finding love and um, getting married and she ends up pregnant at the end of the show and hashtag spoiler, sorry. Um, (laughs) And and as someone who's, I guess I'd class myself as a character actress also I'd class myself as, I'm never really the ingenue in the traditional sense. So to be able to play that story arc is really fun. It's really fun for me, Um, but, I saw the show in 2016. I saw the original Broadway cast. Wow. And I went knowing, similar to you, I went knowing nothing about it. I like didn't, I hadn't heard the music. I just heard that this show was on and um, and I was like, I'm going to go see it. And I went with completely fresh eyes, 
fell in love with it and was a hard fangirl went back again um and I got to see Kamiko um who played uh, Dawn on Broadway original Dawn on Broadway I got to see her play the part and I was like I it's very rare for people like me who I say who don't play typically the the romantic lead or the the um ingenue to there's there's very few roles written with such substance like you off the top of your head you think of like penny from hairspray but again <laughs> yeah. that's not like super fleshed out whereas dawn has so many layers and it was so lovely to see a part written like that who gets that ending who is you know it's just she's super interesting she gets a great song but she also gets to be part of like the you know the gals um so i feel super lucky and it's i am definitely a fan of the show before i was in it um awesome. but yeah i just i love it yeah it really is it's i mean it's a show that has brought us back time and time again and mm -hmm. will going forward yeah well you oh, you've got tickets for that. your you were going to get tickets for your mum to see it, weren't you? I did, and in the end, COVID <laughs> happened. But I, it's one of those shows I'm like, I want to introduce as many people to it as possible. I love it. So, and like you say, it's not necessarily the focus on just the romantic relationships. There's so many different layers. Mm -hmm. There's the professional relationships, but also the friend relationships and like the mentor relationships that you don't even think are there, like with old mm -hmm. Joe. Like just thinking mm -hmm. about it is like giving me goosebumps. <laughs> I went to go see it on Broadway over Christmas and um, just before it closed and I sobbed in Take It From An Old Man. I was like, oh my God. And at the end, I, like, I was the old storyline got me hard yeah. when I watched it. Oh yeah, there's something about old people on stage. Yeah. You're just like, don't take them away right? from me. Oh, yeah. Especially because he's so like abrasive <laughs> as a character. Mm -hmm. He's not interested mm. in being really being friends with anyone except for like his like love for jenna but there's mm -hmm. something about that that mm -hmm. you're like yes i love him he's <laughs> great yeah for sure so you in 2020 we went to see the show because obviously sarah borellis was in it was that yeah. as a hard fangirl of the show was that completely insane <laughs> to do <laughs> it was kind of crazy um i had i had auditioned for the original um cast and i hadn't got i didn't get the show and obviously i was devastated at the time um but when i the, the uh, producers called about a year later and basically said would evie still be interested in in coming to do dawn and i was like no, no. And, um, <laughs> and, um, so we said yes and agreed you know did did all of that and then i was um it was my press night on another show I was doing and a friend of mine had come to see it and he after the show he was like you know it's just been announced that Sarah's going into waitress and I was like what <laughs> I was like what <laughs> um and and Gavin of course yeah um and honestly like yeah it was so it was it was amazing it was everything like obviously minus the whole COVID thing um it was a friggin dream come true and she's the most gorgeous down-to-earth human ever like she's so generous on stage and she's stunning as you as you saw oh, she's yeah. a stun stunning actress um and obviously she wrote the songs and like i'm there like stood next to her singing these like 
really close part harmonies, just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, such a treat. And I used to go and like hang out with her and Gavin in the oh, wow. in, in interval. But Gavin's just, oh, again, they're both just, just the best. Yeah. And, and seeing it live as well, like, <sighs> The, the, the energy they brought to it was fantastic because mm-hmm. there's some lovely moments that they share and you know the whole ensemble mm-hmm. share on stage but mm-hmm. like, to be there it was just like wow mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like you say covid happened you're like wow well, that was a month ago like we we, we I, I got you tickets for valentine's mm-hmm. day which is great you know to valentine's day i've managed wow to, that's two yeah two years ago <laughs> but yeah it was perfect timing and i guess you know obviously because the show ended early it must be really nice for you to return to the role for that first ever UK tour it's like unfinished business you you know you can move yeah for sure like and it was you know it was a no-brainer really because I only ended up doing about six or seven weeks so it just felt like unfinished business it was you know I, I hadn't really I didn't really feel like I'd gotten the chance to like really get into it um and also stupid things like just getting to be on the poster and like, yeah. like those little things, it's like, oh my God, because I feel like that dr- the dress, that, that diner dress is so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the glass, like it just, it's just nice to, to you know, to have, it feels like, the, you know, starting is like, it feels like mine now. Well, it, I think this is a thing. You, you will be the first dawn that a lot of people across the UK will ever experience. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. going to be, you know, theatre is opening up and... You know, yeah, I genuinely thought that at every theatre in the UK that should have been the first performance post COVID. You know, like right. triumphant. Yeah. But you know, this might be the show that brings people back into the theatres, and mm-hmm. you know, they okay. wanted to see Waitress, and they finally get to, and you're like their definitive reference point for the role. Like that's so exciting. Well, Depression. no pressure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it made me very nervous to go on tonight. <laughs> And of course, you've got like a fantastic cast. So you've had Lucy Jones, who's moved on to Wicked as Elphaba, which amazing. You've got Matt Willis as Dr. Pometer, which is a huge busted fan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exciting. Um, but my favourite yeah. relationship in the whole show is, is Dawn and Obi's. Mm-hmm. And you've got George Crawford. Uh, I saw him tweet the uh-huh. other day that his um, seven-year-old sister was going to get to watch him have sex on stage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How yeah. was that? How was that? um he actually went quite tame on stage in comparison to most days I was like oh okay okay." (laughs) I mean my 86 year old granddad is coming on Saturday so it might go the other way then (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah he was yeah he was pretty nervous I think I think they just glossed over it nothing was said it's one of (laughs) my favorite moments like it really is it's just that reveal isn't it Oh, I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it so me, much. Me too. It's just, I remember the first time seeing it and just being like, that is genius. It, mm. It's just so funny because you've got little modest Dawn just sat there in all this, this, you know, what, what was the it time era, but like the, the proper like old fashioned clothing. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite yeah. costume in the show. And I literally wear it for all of like, what, a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any other like fun behind the scenes story or just general like tour stories since you've gone on tour in September? My goodness. I mean, there's been lots of pie dropping 
<laughs> Lots of pie on the floor. Imagine there's a lot of like um, pie twirling in the show. So mm-hmm. like, you can imagine yeah. pies just yeah. end on the floor. Yeah. Every now and then, every now and then, yeah. I mean, some of them are like made of rubber, so some of them just sort of bounce. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I'm trying. To, I feel like that's quite a boring answer, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Nothing, nothing too crazy has happened. <laughs> that's fine. We like pie dropping. It's the thing that you watch, it's like, I can imagine it's the worst thing that could go wrong is dropping, especially because Jenna actually has to pour all the ingredients in, doesn't she? So you could just have this. Like... Yeah, they're real. They're real. That's real food. But but weirdly, like none of it is what it should be. Oh, so cool. like, all the sugar is salt because oh, you salt can't sugar gets yeah. sticky. Yeah. Um, the flour is icing sugar, I think. Oh, no, it's protein powder or something. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> The butter is orange juice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sugar. Okay, yeah, it's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jane, because someone will sing that now. Yeah, someone will sing that 100%. <laughs> Speaking of, you, When He Sees Me is like my favorite song from the show, just in general. It's on all of my playlists. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Nice. But obviously the soundtrack is amazing and you get to sing some of my favorite songs in the show but what if you got the chance to sing a different song from the show regardless of who sings it what what do you want to perform oh that's a good question um wow well maybe probably i didn't plan it oh yeah that is such a good song and it's like you can like sing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, probably, uh, I didn't panic. I remember seeing so many videos of Kila Settle singing that song, and you saw the original mm-hmm. cast, so you must have seen. I that. did. That's I so did. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty special. See, I yeah. See, there's so many good ones. Like, I don't think we skip any, but it's like. For no, me, I could listen to that whole soundtrack all the way through. It's so good. Um, after I saw it, that. The first time I saw it on Broadway, I just had it that on repeat for about 10 months off. Yeah. <laughs> like I just yeah. didn't stop listening to it. It is. It's like love you like a table. We will do that in the car <laughs> driving. And yeah, just... on the way to work. Just like oh, bang it on the you dashboard. should do it at your wedding. <laughs> yeah. I think we might have to. That might be our like third, we'll first do spontaneous first wedding dance. poetry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah oh, I love it so much so I, you know outside of Rachel's you've got like a fantastic CV we were looking at the different shows you've been in so you're Carrie and Carrie uh Cecily and Cruel Intentions which I didn't realize there was a musical of and I now need to see that more than anything <laughs> in the world uh you were Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde and that's obviously going through like a renaissance at the moment you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a big uh concert you were is it Liz Liesel von Trapp in The Sound of Music Live as well. And Which you, is the first thing yeah. I thought of when you said those like ingenue characters. Like Liesel is such a, a weird side ingenue. Because like obviously Maria yeah. is like the ingenue yeah. of that show. But yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and you've obviously, you know, also had the opportunity to work with some great directors, you know, Alan Ackborn, Jonathan O'Boyle. But was there like a particular show or a particular moment in your career that you sometimes just reflect on? You're like, wow. I did that, you know. <laughs> um, I would definitely say Carrie, definitely. Um, it was sort of, I'd, because my, my first ever job was um, 
on the West End and we only did the show for like 10 weeks and it, things got cut short. And, um, and, then I, and then I went off to the States. I did a US tour um, for a year. And when I came back, it was kind of hard to like get back into the momentum that I've been building. Yeah. Um, and so I'd kind of gone away for a bit and then Carrie was the thing that sort of brought me back to it properly, like being back in London and um, playing a, a, a proper lead. Um, and it was, I just, I really submerged myself in the role and I hadn't done that before. Yeah. Um, and vocally it was so challenging, but a, a dream. And um, working with Kim Criswell, who played my mum was amazing. And Gary, who directed the show, was just it was everything about it was we only did a month but it was definitely a highlight for sure that so was at we, the Southwark Playhouse wasn't yeah, it yeah we covered Carrie mm -hmm. not when it was here unfortunately although I would have loved to see that is one of my favorite musicals ever but we when we covered it we were my biggest question is how do you not slip over in the fake world oh that is a yeah that I <laughs> I never went over over but I did do like a little like you know like a little jolty slip every now and then which is never cool after you've murdered an entire high school to then just like have yeah. a little slip on your own blood on the pig's blood yeah. yeah you just want to walk out um, like this badass all intimidated you just slip yeah, along exactly. yeah that's never it's not going to really have the same effect <laughs> are there any tricks that they had to protect the microphone and everything you know from the blood or is it just like uh, yeah I yeah just like the angle of my head when when the blood hit um that was so fun though i used to love that moment i used to like look forward to that moment um that's like because it was always like well. yeah it's so iconic and also everyone knows what's gonna happen so they're just waiting for mm. that moment so the challenge is the challenge was to like not play like they're all wait looking at you waiting because they know what's coming yep. and so you have to play not knowing that's so great. What about, because obviously you've been in some amazing shows, but for the future, what would your dream roles be? Mm. Um, we want you to leave I, Waitress anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as I get older, do you know what? I would love, love to do Sally Bowles in the new production of Cabaret. I went yeah. to see that and I fell in love with it. And also I think, again, as like a non-typical ingenue to see a leading lady played by you know to played with grit and a bit oddball um that would be amazing i'd love to play charity and sweet charity yes. um old school, old school but Ooh, i just nice. yeah you don't you're on oh, that's a good one to, another, i've not seen that <laughs> one that's one i need to be introduced to mm -hmm. female music writer <laughs> um yeah, and then as I get older, just the typical like Mrs. Lovett and um, Mama Rose one day would be fun. Yeah. But I still look, you know, like a teenager, so I might be waiting a while for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's both a blessing and a curse. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dawn's like the first proper adult I've ever played. <laughs> Which is so fun because like the first time I saw her, I wasn't sure if she was like this weekend, like teenage girl who was there and Mm -hmm. it was like a full adult character the first time we saw it it's like halfway as the play developed like, oh okay no she is there she just sometimes looks very young and is quite vulnerable vulnerable because yeah. her emotion yeah. was so big but you, you wonder mm -hmm. if she 
you know, younger than she is at the start. Mm-hmm. So when was it, you know, we talked about waitress and what made you want to be in that, but when was it like that you discovered this passion for performing? Was there a particular moment, a particular show you saw that was like, this is what I want to do with my life? Yeah, I think compared to a lot of people, I came to it quite late because um, you meet people in the industry and they were in like tap shoes since they were two. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't until I was like, so I come from quite a working class background, single parent, like didn't have much money. Um, so didn't really know that the this career existed. Like, you know, you see people on like soaps or on in films, but you don't think about the people literally tour the country and bring these shows to wherever and um so yeah it was after I'd say around when I was in college when I was in like sixth form um and then I learned about drama schools and I was like oh okay this is okay um and then it all kind of went from there but I had a very non-traditional route into the industry yeah because we're both teachers as well by day you know and we both, you know, I mm-hmm. work as a drama teacher and there's, you know, it's at that time where all, all my students come in and si- asking me to sign, you know, their um, letters of application off mm-hmm. to the British school or to Italia Conte. And you're just like, mm-hmm. it's so amazing that you see there's this passion and there's, you know, people out there that just really want to succeed. In and, and especially when they come from all different walks of life. And there's so many ways to get into it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We're so excited to spend Valentine's Day at Joe's Diner via the new Victoria Theatre in Woking. Uh, You can follow Evelyn on Twitter and Instagram at Evelyn Hoskins. And you can follow all the baked goodness for the Waitress Tours on the UK on the Waitress UK Twitter account. (laughs) And hopefully people come and join us at Woking or at any of the venues that waitress is touring until august 2022 yeah thank you so much for coming on and talking with us amazing thank you so much for having me oh, it's been a pleasure and i can't wait to see you on valentine's day yeah i'm be so there excited. whooping when you uh when you take oh. your vow <laughs> <laughs> oh i hope you enjoy it oh i'm sure we, well, will. we absolutely will yeah <laughs> <laughs> no question <laughs> oh. As always, you can get involved in the conversation over on Twitter and Instagram at It's a Musical Pod. And let us know your thoughts on Waitress. Are you going to come and join us as we watch this magnificent show at the Woking Theatre or any theatre across the UK? We hope you enjoyed this little slice of goodness. And be sure to watch this space for our thoughts when we go and see waitress on valentine's day it will drop over on a multitude of good podcasting platforms apple podcasts google podcasts the amazon music app under the podcast section of the library on good pods on stitcher and on our og hosts podbean until then same bat place same bat channel we will catch you very very soon